Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. What's up to all my queer people and wonderful allies? You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Thank you for joining us today on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, my name is Daniel or Danny. I'm 22 and I'm a bisexual guy. Um, I'm joined by Mars today and an exciting guest presenter who will introduce herself soon. But hey, Mars, how are you today? I'm actually feeling fantastic, like excellent. Awesome. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, like, how I... But it's just... I feel really good right now. And That's I'm awesome. now going again to introduce myself. So <laughs> I'm, I'm Marcy, or Mars for short. I recently turned 20. I use they, them pronouns. And I'm pansexual. So, yeah. Cool. And a big queer hello to our guest presenter. Uh, hi, uh, my name's Emily, a.k.a. Sheon Kelly on YouTube. Uh, I'm 20 and I'm demisexual. Cool. And... Just out of curiosity, how do you spell Shion Kelly? Uh, so it's spelled X-I-O-N. So it's based off a Kingdom Hearts character, Shion. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. So in today's show, we'll be talking to Emily a little bit later in our second segment. Um, and we've got some awesome tunes coming up today as well. Um, and we'll also be doing a bit of a news whip around. Is that right, Moss? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tune in to the, our next segment we'll, where I, for instance, be talking about Courtney Law and other fun, exciting stuff with uh, the, the rest of us. Ooh, spicy. Yes, on, <laughs> yeah, <Awesome>. on Bound <laughs> on Queer, on Sin Nation. And you're listening to uh, Replace by Kayla Truth and Garrett Leon. And that was Replaced by Kayla Truth featuring Garrett Lyon, Leon. Um, an epic bop to start off our Sunday afternoon for an awesome show on Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're here with Danny Mars and our uh, exciting guest host, uh, Shion Kelly or Emily. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter during the show, please do at SinLoud, S-Y-N-L-O-U-D. Our producer, Jay, will be doing some live updates, so very, very exciting. Um, so now we're going to be doing a bit of a quick-fire news bulletin, I guess, a bit of a queer news bulletin, and Mars is going to start us off. Mars, what do you got? Well, I've got some exciting news for anyone who's into the drag scene. Uh, for instance, uh, Courtney Law... Uh, someone that only recently came to know when looking at this article, will begin to her own late-night talk show. Cool. Yes. That is, yes, I... Thanks to Star Observer, which is, like, the Omega... How good group, is it? Like, exactly. Like, I get m- most of my news from, 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 from Star Observer, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, after reading this, it's like, that's one of the many, many reasons why I'm, like, pumped for today. So, like... With this, uh, according to the article, our drag superstar Corny Act will be moving on to an exciting new adventure, which will be a UK late night show featuring a lot of celebrity guests. They'll be talking about like a lot of like queer queer stuff, and will just be advocating that. And will be called its own. It will be the world's first dragazine show. So, what exactly does dragazine mean? Sounds like a like literally a magazine featuring a lot of dragons, in my opinion. <laughs> but I know that it's not. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's really exciting. So, do you know where that's going to be airing, Mars? 
Uh, it'll be... Now, the Now Act, like, that's what it's also being referred to as, will be joining Channel 4 on the Call the Act show, uh, probably in the UK. I think it's a UK show. Yeah, so I think I read that too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it gets streamed over to here, to Australia, in some way. If yeah. not, there's always a way to watch it on the internet. Always a way. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always a way for something passionate. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Courtney Ackmas? I actually didn't know that she was a person until I read this, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but after this, I'm in love with this person. Like, not like in that way, but like, I just <laughs> admire this person so much. It's like, she's like the, like the late night, like the drag late night show equivalent of like, like a lot of hosts. And it's like, it, she has just got so much personality, so much pizzazz. And like, just from this article, it's like, I really need to get into the show. So I wanted to hear yeah, no, that's so exciting. Like, she's always been on my radar. Like, I've always known who she is, but, like, I'm not a massive drag fan. But I reckon I'll definitely check it out because it's exciting. It sounds amazing. I think I'll check it out as well, specifically because I dabble in... Like, I don't dabble, dabble in drag myself, but I'm always interested in that sort of, like, aspect of people doing drag. It, it's fascinated me for years. Yeah, and, like, let's look at, like, late-night um, talk show hosts. Like, some of them I love, but it's very, you know, white, middle-aged men. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's great to see some di- diversity in it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's really exciting. The um, news article that I saw, very exciting, um, on Jackson Street in St Kilda, uh, they're going to be doing a Rainbow Road. Really? Everyone's jaws just dropped for anyone who's listening at home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like, 35 metres of Jackson Street is going to be painted as, like, our rainbow flag. That is epic. Which is pretty cool. (laughs) And... Like they say, so it's going to be there for at least two years. But like I'm thinking, why, why only, only two, two years? years? Why not yeah. forever? Why be like twenty years, like two hundred years? Like oh, excuse me, why does it have to be removed at all? Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. I was a little bit offended by that. Yeah, but even like design-wise, that's got to be very aesthetically pleasing compared yeah. to like the common black road. Yeah, exactly. But um, they're kind of coining it as it's going to be like the perfect spot. One of the, actually the words were prime spot for selfies, and like. <laughs> You anyway. know people on Instagram are just going to be lying on the road, just, like, like taking selfies I'm every single day. I'm obsessed with Instagram, so, like, I'm going to go, like, every weekend. Like, I'm just gonna, I'll take my dog and just, like, you know, just get, like, little selfies and everything. I Like, I hope there's, like, some celebrities and stuff who, like, get involved and maybe, like, take some photos and, like, you oh, know, build it so up. Oh, that would be so good. How good would it I be if, like, a celebrity came out and, like, took an Insta, like, <gasps> at the road or something? Yeah. Oh, my god. That would gosh. be iconic, I reckon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's just sort of, like, our little news whip around for this week um check in next week on loud and queer we might do another one (laughs) it's always important to stay educated stay woke you know exactly the queer news is important Mm. um i think we're gonna throw to a song now mas what have we got we have got the lovely waterfall which is personally is has a very strong personal bond to me and it's by stargate featuring pink and sia you are amazing and that was Don't Wait by Jerry Grassetta. And that was your pick, uh, Emily. It was, it was. I've actually really liked that song ever since it came out. <laughs> Ironic, because the song is about coming out. <laughs> um, but yeah, ever since I found it on YouTube, like when I was going through a time where I was questioning myself a lot, and it just sort of helped to have something that was questioning, but also 
you can stem back from stuff that holds you back, if that makes any sort of sense. So you can fight against the things that hold you down is basically what I'm getting at. And I feel like that song really helped me with it. So, yeah, I'm sharing it with you guys. Yeah, cool. that, that sounds really cool, actually. Yeah. And, yeah it's also, I had never heard this guy until I listened to the song, like, when you first mentioned it to me. I'm like, oh, Joey Graceffa. Yes. Yeah. And apparently he's a YouTuber. And he is. Yes. He's, he is a gay YouTuber, and he's freaking pastel and colourful, and I love it. <laughs> awesome. And I think that lends to our next segment, doesn't it, Mars? what we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> a bit of classic YouTube banter featuring uh, this lovely article, actually. Yeah. Which yes. article was that? Uh, well, according to Forbes, YouTube let the LGBTQ community down. It says in the Twitter oh statement. First things first, they forgot the eye. Yeah. Yes. Second thing, uh, this is to do with Pride Month, which is not something that we really do here because we have a. That's more of a, like in the, in the States. It's, it's, yeah. In the States, yep. Yeah. But, uh,. I, I wasn't even aware that it was a thing until, like, June 1st, and there was, like, rainbows showing up all over my phone. I was like, oh, this is an uncommon thing to happen. <laughs> so that's the only way I found out it was, quote-unquote, Pride Month. So yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I mainly found out about Pride Month mainly through YouTube, through all these YouTubers doing all this stuff. And, yeah. like, like couple are doing, like, comic dolls, couple are doing, like, sketches and just talking about it. I was like, this is really cool. I wonder what this is for. And I'm like... Oh. Oh yeah, it's Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's a thing. Let's but of course, in Australia, we had our own Pride earlier in the year with when we had our Mardi Gras in Sydney and everything. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so I guess this just goes to show sort of how American, American centered we can be sometimes, yeah. with, especially yeah. on like social media and things. Because like oh, you were saying, God, Emily, yeah. on your phone, it was just like rainbow everywhere. Yeah, rainbow everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the same for me, like all over my Instagram. It was all because I think it's not only in America. I saw some people um, like from France and things like that who were going to Pride parades. Yeah, I think it was more well. like an American slash European thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still awesome. Pride is still awesome. Yeah, it's I'm not, great. It's not fantastic. It. <laughs> it's fantastic. But I think it was more so that I just didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think part, part of me is like, I think America's trying to commercialize on it a little bit. But the other part of me is just like, yay, celebration. So Yeah, yeah. But, I'm you know, it's good <laughs> yeah. vibes. So I don't necessarily have a problem with it. No, nah, not at all. No, not like, at all. Be accepting of all people. <laughs> exactly. Like Pride yeah. Month, like despite like some of those little things, uh, it's, it's a really good way to just celebrate diversity and this is, and this and that. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. so like back with this um, article, Mars, so why are YouTube in hot water? What's happened? Oh, well, <laughs> I think Emily might know a bit, but like apparently a lot of like, especially like queer YouTubers, like they've been getting ads like before the videos and sometimes during and after that, well, anti-queer. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, ju that just... People who work, who live and work on YouTube, they monetize their videos in order to like make money off them. So of course they're going to get ads put on and throughout their videos. But when you put an anti-gay ad on a gay video, that's just no, that's not going to work like mm. at all. And I feel like the anti-gay ads shouldn't really be allowed. I don't know. I haven't really seen any of them, but I'm like, why do you need to shove that down people's throats? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, and um. The ramifications of it were pretty serious as well because in the article, there was one YouTuber who I think it might have been his coming out video, but he uploaded a video and uh, like for YouTube, like the kind of the window for getting all your views are in sort of the first 48 hours. And it wasn't mm. until after this that he realised that this was happening. 
So once he realised the issue, it was too late to kind of go back and then make the money he would have otherwise yeah, made exactly. had this not occurred. So but, it's pretty, like, I don't know what the word it, is. It's just hard. Like, like it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, though, because YouTube, this year in particular, YouTube have been making so many changes and they have all backfired. Like, they've been updating, like, the format of YouTube and the comment system and everything like that, trying to update it, trying to make it better. And it's all backfired. It's all... It, they're censoring too much. They're censoring things that don't need to be censored. And... It's just backfiring on everyone, every single content creator. And it's a little bit ridiculous, the fact that they keep trying to fix it. But I feel like there's just that one person at YouTube that just doesn't get it, like, at all. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, and there was sort of, like, a bit of an explanation in the article, like, oh, it's like the system was too complicated and we couldn't target, like, specific ads or something like that. And it's just, like, it's not good enough. Like, they should really be making an effort <laughs> to make sure it's an inclusive space. And especially with YouTube being such a... It's an influential platform. There are so yeah. many people that don't even watch television anymore. They go straight to YouTube. And people there, of course, they're going to have a voice and they're going to have people that they watch more than others. But YouTube is a space where people often feel that they are at home. Like, they're so inclusive on YouTube normally. And now with this change and this mess up, they've just excluded people from feeling comfortable at all. And in terms of the queer community, like, look at our Troy Savan. He came out on YouTube. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, yes. Uh, and a lot of other people have actually come out on YouTube. I've actually watched a couple of videos this week alone about people coming out as bisexual, as demisexual, as all these other things. And it's like, it's a really, it's a place where you can feel like yourself, be really included, and then feel empowered to do a lot of things and to, well, be more like yourself, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, and so having, like, YouTube, like, having all these, like, changes and it trying to be, like, more commercialised, more in a certain way, and, like, deviating with 18, essentially, from what makes YouTube so good, like, so, like, ne like, necessary for, like, people and, like for inclusivity and diversity and all of that. Yeah, exactly. And I do, I do understand why they, they keep updating the system and why they're trying to, like, keep it going and everything like that. But it's like YouTube adpocalypse. The adpocalypse was the whole thing that went through essentially last year and a little bit of this year as well is that people weren't getting paid for their videos and that's th that was a whole nother issue, a whole nother thing because people were working their butts off in order to try and make these videos and... They weren't getting any payback. And now I feel like this is just another step backwards. It's, no. <laughs> and, like, as a YouTuber, are you going to continue making YouTube videos? I mean, this? I personally don't monetize my videos because, yep. like, I'm, I've been thinking about starting a Patreon maybe, but, like, I personally think that I, if I want to get my message across, I don't want to be censored and I don't want my videos to be blocked or taken down. And I feel like if you're in a partnership with YouTube at the moment your channel is going to be hit harder. And I personally, I am in a partnership, but I don't monetize, so I feel like I'm at less of a risk. So if that makes any sense. Yeah, okay. And so how long, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been doing YouTube for? What, professionally or...? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I started YouTube when I was 12, maybe, and I uploaded a video, very, very crappy video of <laughs> just me showing off my artwork. This is before I had, like, DeviantArt and stuff. Um, but when, when I first, like, started actually putting effort into it and actually putting, like, more, <laughs> again, effort, it was more so three years ago, 
roughly about yep. when I started year 12. Probably not the best thing to do at the time, but <laughs> it kept me sane. <laughs> it yeah. kept me sane through the hectic year that was year 12. So about three years. Yeah, that's cool. Like it was sort of a bit of a creative outlet yeah. for you. Well, not just a creative outlet, but an outlet to just to talk to people and to spread my messages. Like that's always... The main re reason I started YouTube was to be creative, but the reason I stayed was because I saw the difference that I was making in people's lives and, you know, how many people, so many people just want someone to listen. They want someone to hear what they're saying. And I feel like by doing so, at least on my channel, I feel like I am making a difference. No matter how small, it's still a positive change. Yeah, any change is good change. Exactly. And so, so does that mean, like, do your subscribers reach out to you? A things. lot, quite frequently, yeah. actually. And I have certain friends, like I have my friend uh, Nova, who I collab with quite often, and I have my friend Jana, and she is part of this community as well. And she would often reach out to me and she'd be like, hey, bad stuff is going on in my life at the moment. And I'd sort of try and help and be like, hey, I'm your friend. I'm trying to help you here. So just here's some advice. Try this. And if that doesn't work, we'll work on it. Like, a lot of people don't have that in their lives. And it's really sad to see that so many people go to YouTube looking for a friend and more often than not, they don't find one. So I'm trying to sort of be at least a little bit that friend that people need, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I love like hearing about the positive influence of social media and yeah. like YouTube and Instagram. And well, because people, people focus so much on the negative that they forget about the positive. You know, because I suppose negative has a louder voice, I suppose, but there is still that positivity there. Like, there's people feel like they're part of communities and they feel like, you know, they can talk to other people within that community. But at least with my community, I can talk to people and they can respond and talk to me and all that sort of stuff. I try to make myself as available as I can be. Mm, nice. And yeah. like, a bit of an open question. So, for like you two, what's sort of the favorite content that you guys like to watch? On YouTube, do you have sort of YouTubers you follow, or uh, like well, is this, that... is a, this is a bit meta, but I actually do follow Emily, and, and when I can, I do <laughs> watch, watch some of her stuff. And like other YouTubers, I watch like mainly like like comic dubbers. Like like there is like Princely, for instance, he does a lot of the universe like content. That's like really like really lovely like dubs and this and that. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, she, she has the main ability to pretty much dub the entire Steam Universe cast as one person. It is nice. phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I personally, because I'm always on YouTube, I always find different people to watch at different times. I think the main ones this week, I was at least this morning, I was watching Shane Dawson and The Theorizer and a little group that's not very well known called Nix Rising Industries. Yeah, yes. you, <laughs> your reaction, because I, I think I've shown you them before. Yeah, I need um, to get more into them. Oh, think... please. And they've actually, like, they've spoken to me as well, like, just as creator to creator. And they are so nice, so nice to talk to. So, like, anyone out there listening, like, if you want a good channel to watch that involves cosplay and just funny shenanigans all around, go watch Nick's Rising Industries. They're so good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome just to hear, just to hear from someone from the community the youtube community and yeah. just to see all the positive <laughs> yeah. positive things that it's doing oh definitely i mean it's a lot of work and i think anyone who starts youtube without realizing that fact is gonna drown very quickly <laughs> but yeah. if you put in the work then you get the result that's always been something that's been taught to me so i always try to make the best quality of video that i can be working with what i have yeah so that's not always the best quality because as, as Marcy will know, um, my laptop constantly dies 
and yeah. I constantly have to use a very, very old laptop. Uh, so half of the time it doesn't work, but it's something, giving something back to the community. Nice, yeah. I personally don't really follow any YouTubers or any more, really. I more use YouTube sort of for music and, like, to watch, like, concerts and things like that. But it's That's awesome to like, yeah. learn a bit more about that. Um, yeah, so thanks for talking to us about that, Emily. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I think we're <laughs> going to throw to a, a song now. Yes. Um, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. And, Mars, what was this tune coming up? Uh, Cartoons of Vodka by Jinx Monsoon. And just a language warning for this one, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and that was Only Friend by Cubsport. And on the top there, we had Cartoons and Vodka by Jinx Monsoon. Uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're here with Danny, Mars, and our guest, Emily. And we also have Spencer, who just joined us. Hey, Spencer. Hi. How are you all? Yeah, I'm awesome. How are you today? Not too bad, thank you. Would you mind maybe just telling um, us a little about a bit about you, say uh, your pronouns. Sure, yes. I'm he, him, uh, uh, bisexual male, uh, 20 years old. Yep. <laughs> Not much else to tell, really. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then so uh, in the studio we're having a bit of a chat off the air before and I think we're going <laughs> to continue the good vibes now on air. So well, what are we talking about? We were talking about a French show called Miraculous Ladybug, which is very exciting to watch. And we were talk- I was just talking to Spence about how he'd only watched season one and season two is currently airing. So <laughs> you're waiting for it to come out on Netflix, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because I want to watch the whole thing at once, kind of. I, I watch shows like that. I right, the binge mm. sort of formula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's this show about? So this show is essentially about <laughs> how do I explain miraculous? So it's it's a it's kind of a superhero show but the with children. Te- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, with teenagers. With, yeah. with with high schoolers basically and the two kids who are the heroes are in the same class together at high uh, yeah. school and they don't know that they, they don't know it's it's them because obviously you've got the two main characters who are Adrian and Marinette, but then you've also got their alter egos, which are Cat Noir and Ladybug. And Chat Noir. Sorry, Chat Noir. Um, it's uh, French. You gotta... I know it's French for black cat. I did French, leave me alone. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a really cool show. And basically they fight against this character called Hawk Moth who... Create. <laughs> he's a very campy wow. villain. He is a very campy villain, but <laughs> he creates these little things out of butterflies called akumas, and these akumas essentially possess people when they're like emotionally down and all that sort of stuff. So they become these very, very ecstatic villains that essentially have a main objective. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and pretty much the main commonality between all these villains I've noticed, they all want to do some sort of control and, like, take people's freedom and then mind... Like, zombies, like... Yeah! It's like, <laughs> every single episode you got some sort of, like, mass, like, being possessed or... Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a horde mechanic to them. Like, there's... Exactly! Um, well, no, that's not for all of them. Like, a lot of them, though. Like, a lot of them, uh, but... Dark Knight, Pharaoh, Princess Fragrance. <laughs> True. But I can't bring you up to speed on season two because you haven't seen it, but there are certain villains in that, that they're only trying to do one specific objective. I think it's episode six with the little robot. Oh, that robot. And the interesting part of that yeah, robot he, is he rebels. That's all he I'm rebels saying. and he nearly took down Hawkmoth. Don't, but... don't. 
I'm not saying anything else. I'm not saying anything other than that. But it's a really interesting episode. So. I know. I know who the uh, the next couple of uh, miraculous wielders are going to be. Yeah, but that's... the fox and the bee. Yeah, but that's been very public. Like oh, everywhere you go, any any time you search up miraculous, those images come up. Yeah. Mm. Is, so is the is the turtle cannon? It is. But it hasn't been included yet. It's going to be a part of the season two finale, I think. Okay. I, that's that's what I know about it. So for anyone who doesn't know, when I'm saying the bee, the cat, the bee, uh, the, yeah. the fox, and the turtle, <laughs> the reason is because the uh, these uh, there are these pieces of jewelry or clothing called miraculouses, and these are what these tiny creatures possess possess to give the wearer the powers, and so. They're little Kwamis. Yeah, yes, Kwamis. Kwamis. Yeah. And they're so adorable. <laughs> they so are they're, really cute. So, yes. there, so there are different ones. There's uh, there's the ladybug's earrings, a, the yeah, black cat's ring. Yeah. There's uh, the, the hair thing for the bee, and then there's the necklace for the fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, there's the bracelet for the turtle, as you, as you brought him up earlier. But And yeah. a brooch for the moth. And a brooch for the moth, mm. yeah. And there's also, I'm not sure if it was a broth, a broth. <laughs> a bowl of soup. <laughs> that would be the perfect one. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know if it's a brooch or a hairpin for the peacock. I thought it was a tiara. No, no, that's the that's the bee one. I'm not sure what the peacock one is meant to be. I know it's not like a bracelet or a necklace or anything. Yep, yeah, some hair accessory. Possibly, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. great show. Uh, definitely go look, uh, watch it on... Season 1 is currently on Netflix. Uh, season 2 is flitting about on the internet. It's on uh, YouTube. Emily has done have, theories have on the show as well. I have, but I, I, I've done two two videos on it. The first one is mainly a theory, and the second one is updating that theory, but it's also been blocked in certain countries, so I'm very oh. annoyed about that. <laughs> can, can, can I make an admission if we're talking miraculous? Sure. I did collab with one of the major fan fiction writers for the series. <gasps> what? And That's great. We made a, and we we are currently writing an ongoing series about my well, his miraculous sona plus three of mine and their story alongside Chat Noir and Ladybugs. Oh, that's great. Oh I love God. it. <laughs> you, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yes. I need to read that. Ah, we'll probably... Do you want to link that in the description? In, like, we'll in the tweet Twitter it. later we'll, on. We'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, to... yeah. We'll tweet it, tweet it out tweet later. It. Yes. For now, we've got a song uh, by Kelly Kiyoko, Girls Like Girls. You're listening to Loud Queer on Sin Nation. And that was Girls Like by Haley Kyoko. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That's a banging tune. We've had some really good music today, actually. We had some local artists at the start uh, with Kayla Truth, and we'll be actually ending the song a little bit later with another local act, uh, Sam Bluer. Uh, we're now going to throw to our regular segment, uh, Froth or Not. So for anyone who's not a regular listener, what this segment basically is, is we... All of our presenters, we kind of look back at the week we've had and we think about something that we've either frothed, which is, you know, you say when you bloody froth something, like it's really good, you really enjoyed it, or if you didn't froth it, it was a not, and then you have a bit of a rant, get your emotions out, and then go on with your day, and then 
wake up Monday morning and kill the week because you've vented the night before on national radio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to kick it off. Um, my froth this week actually links to Hayley Kyoko because she is a boss. Um, if you are a member of our Facebook group, the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria, go chuck it a follow. Uh, this afternoon I shared a video on this group which uh, was old lesbians react to new lesbian slang. And it's actually hilarious and it's really wholesome. Um, the, these three uh, women just discover new slang and, well, actually some <coughs> slang that we thought was new, we actually discover wasn't. And it <laughs> is actually for the, the OGs. But there was another video um, on the same YouTube channel featuring these same women where they reacted to Hayley Kiyoko and they watched uh, her video for Girls Like. And this was kind of cool because I know who Hayley Kiyoko is, but I hadn't actually um, listened to any of her music before. So I kind of felt a bit of camaraderie with these three lesbians because I was watching <laughs> <laughs> Hayley Kiyoko for the first time as well. So I kind of feel like we had a bit of a shared experience I'm in a way. I'm curious to know how you found that video of the three lesbians. I actually don't know. Look, <laughs> I'm am, like I spend a lot of time on YouTube, so like I, I listen to like a lot of, of music. <laughs> like what? Was it under a channel, a certain channel? Or? Yeah, the ch what we'll do, I'll link it later on the Twitter and I'll, yeah. sh I'll give the yeah. channel a shout-out. Because I might have caused a sneak peek of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I came across it in a classic YouTube rabbit hole, I think. And um, <laughs> it's just really good because Hayley Kiyoko, um, she's an openly gay woman mm. and she's fearless. She just um, she openly writes songs about, you know, her lesbian experiences and not, not it's not always love songs like she writes other things as well but it's just great to see someone who is um you know that open um out in the world and just absolutely doing m amazing things for our community and um yeah go check out this video we'll link it to you and it's just the three um women who are reacting to it they provide a really sort of enlightening perspective on why this sort of thing is important and why representation matters um, so that's what I'm frothing this week. It's just really, really wholesome content. And that's kind of why I do what I do here on Loud and Queer. So yeah, it's got me vibing, got me feeling good. Um, Mars, what are you frothing this week? What I'm frothing is actually quite meta. I'm frothing radio, actually. To be more specific, uh, radio, the radio session I went to, like just before this actually, with uh, the Melbourne Uni Radio, more specifically, the Mud Crabs radio show. So, yes, I cool. think, yes, today's pretty much a radio day for me, which uh, has happened more often than what I expected, because, like, I literally, like, just before this, I was discussing ideas with, like, the Mud Crabs radio, with quite a few people there, about segments, about, like, the comedians we can interview, because, like, the comedy show, and, um... We actually had a lot of fun time just doing that, having all these banter, these conversations, and also about ancient Rome. The one of the things was like heritage in ancient Rome because my heritage can be linked possibly all the way to ancient Rome because you know Italian and all that cool. stuff. Cool. So. Huh. And you can tell like you you are really like happy about that because I can just tell from your mannerisms you're all bouncy and all that. It's so adorable. Yes. I love it. <laughs> if this was a visual. Uh, content thing you probably see me doing all these yeah you guys gestures. would be able to see that yeah mars is all just like all happy and bouncy and smiley and oh i just love seeing you like that oh thank so you cute. yeah mars <laughs> always provides a nice energy in the studio yeah it's good 
Well, not just in the studio, anywhere. Oh, anywhere yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, once we leave the studio, Mars, just... <laughs> <laughs> take it down, take it down. Oh, Mike. This is this is me, Mike. Olsen me. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, Salty that... quiz! <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that mean it's a, it's my turn to froth? Yes, it is. Yes. Well, okay. So, uh, we had a great week for Steven Universe fans out there. I, yeah, I can instantly yes. tell Marts is getting all all happy. Uh, I feel yeah. like the, I feel like the odd one out. What what is this? Yeah, okay. So Steven Universe is a cartoon cartoon network show about. Oh God, how do I explain this? Queer space rock. Is this queer space rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very queer space rocks. Oh God, are you okay? Very very queer space rocks, and they're basically just trying to find their place on Earth living with Stephen, who is essentially a part gem and part human. And that's basically all I can say about the show without going into spoiler territory. Yes. What was the second... So part human, what was the other part? Part human and part gem. So these aliens are essentially... They're gemstones, but they are able to take on human-esque forms because they're made of light. Okay. If with that makes mass. Any, with mass, with, if that makes any sort of sense. Not really, but, you know, I'll yeah. give it a whirl and I'll give, give check it, a whirl, it out. Give it a whirl, because if yeah. you are into, like, music and all that sort of stuff, then you'll definitely like the music of the show. Yeah. Which yeah. happens, like, yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Like, every few episodes you get a very meaningful song and, like, it's just... I've covered a lot of the songs from Steven Universe because they're, oh, yeah? uh, they're very easy to sing, you cool. know? And yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's great because a lot of them have such good emotion behind them and such good energy behind them, and it's just really great. And the reason I was bringing it up for this week was because we got... A very interesting episode that involves a certain wedding that uh, I can't go too much more into because otherwise, again, spoilers. But uh, yeah, it was absolutely great. And everything that happened after the wedding was bloody fantastic. <laughs> so yes. I, that's my fluff for the fluff. What? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not easy to say, I know. <laughs> it's not easy yeah. to say at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, it's so good. It's so great. I love doing this segment because we always just get the good vibes flowing. Usually, like there's sometimes Usually, a, there's sometimes yeah. a not froth, but it's really, really great to see everyone's had a good week. Everyone's yeah. feeling good. And uh, we're going to now throw to a song and then come back to say our farewells, bid you all farewell for a, and wish you a good week. Uh, we've got a song from a local artist coming up now. So you're listening to uh, Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, and this is Shift by Sam Bluer. And that was Shift by Sam Bluer, a great uh, tune from a local Aussie queer act. Uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Uh, it's been a great show. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And please tune in next week to hear our season final with a special guest, Leah McWinney. And thank you to Emily. For and thank you for Emily. Oh, thank you for yes. having me. That's this was right. really fun. Yes. <laughs> it's been a great show. Woo! Uh, yes, and thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great week, and we'll see you then. And you're listening to uh, Just Give Me a Reason by Pink featuring Nate Ross. Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. 
You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud. 